Well, welcome to School Days, Help for Moms and Dads of School-Aged Kids. I'm Danita Bailey. And I'm David Bailey. Today's show is about gaming and its effect on students. Gaming is an $18 billion industry, and at least one person in 60% of our households is considered to be a frequent gamer. Children aged 3 to 15 spend 5.6 to 12 hours a week, and so that means a good number of us are affected. But before we jump into our topic, let's tell you a little bit about who we are. So I'm David Bailey, and my wife, Denise, and I, we've been married for 14 years. We have three children, ages 6, 8, and 10. I'm a 10-year veteran math teacher um, with my most recent time in Mansfield School District, and I have 20 years collectively of working with students, whether it be in the classroom or private tutoring and coaching. Uh, so about seven years ago, my wife and I uh, started Noggin Educational Coaching, and we began to see a need to help students that were struggling on the home front. And so we started Noggin with the purpose of working with content, but also to help with study skills, time management, test prep, organizational skills. And so we've been uh, serving students ever since. So while he was beginning his teaching career, I was a work-at-home mom with two very small kids and a video production business. And so I'm watching David over the years work with children in different walks of life. And um, you know, I was just struck by the disparity between the children who had a lot and the children who didn't have very much. I know one, one classroom you had one ream of paper to teach, was it 125 students yeah. for an entire semester? And so I was really inspired because you know I realized that there's not less giftedness and purpose in the low-income areas than there were in the more affluent communities that he was working in, but there's a vast difference in the amount of resources that are um, available to them. So that was why I was inspired to start Noggin Educational Foundation. And what we do is we provide free educational services and resources to kids from low-income families. So we have programs like summer math and reading programs, free tutoring, and academic and career coaching. So why did we even decide to do a radio show? Um, I had been looking for a medium to communicate to parents about the issues that we face helping our kids navigate through school. And so, you know, David and I are in education and, you know, it's not lost on us the irony that we struggle just as much as any other parents. So that's what this show is all about. So we're going to tackle issues like bullying and scholarships and special needs. A lot of the things that parents uh, work through from the home front, but there's not enough support, at least from what I see. Um, and so we're going to tackle those issues week after week. We're going to bring in different experts and specialists uh, to work through these things together. We're all going to learn together so we can all help our kids from the home front. So now that you know just a little bit about us, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, joining us will be Conchita Androjeski. Did I say that right? Yes, ma'am. From CND Therapy and Kevin Lambert from Great Life Counseling Center. And we want you guys to be a part of the show. So call in with questions or comments or anything that you want to say. And that number is 214-431-5062. And if you want to see our faces, we're live on Facebook at Noggin Foundation. And Noggin is spelled N-O-G-G-I-N. 
so welcome back. We are so excited that you guys are here to join us today uh, with our show. Um, so today our topic is gaming and its effect on students. So joining us are Conchita Andrzejewski. She's from CND Therapy in Mansfield, Texas. And we also have Dr. Kevin Lambert from Great Life Counseling Center in Addison, Texas. Welcome. Thanks for having us. So Conchita Andrzejewski is a licensed professional counselor, supervisor, thought field therapy diagnostic specialist, and a trauma therapy specialist. She began her career in the mental health field in 1991, working in a domestic violence shelter and later a public school. She then pursued her master's degree from Texas A&M Commerce in Counseling Psychology. She became a licensed professional counselor in 2001 and has since gained experience as a counselor in residential and outpatient settings. Most recently, she served as director of clinical services at a partial hospitalization program in Fort Worth. She left there to open her private practice in Mansfield five years ago. Her private practice specializes in developmental trauma, attachment styles, and anxiety. Welcome, Hinchita. Hi, thank you for having me. And I am very honored to host Dr. Welcome, Dr. Kevin Lambert. Uh, he's very passionate about contributing to the field of psychology as a clinician, supervisor, mentor, business owner, educator, and consultant. Dr. Lambert completed his doctorate degree in clinical psychology from Spalding University School of Professional Psychology and worked as a staff psychologist in Southern Methodist University Student Health Center for nearly 10 years. In fall 2001, Dr. Lambert earned his MBA from SMU Cox School of Business with concentrations in entrepreneurial strategy and strategic leadership, and he founded Lambert Psychology as he started a solo private practice. Over the course of two and a half years, Lambert Psychology evolved into a group of practice of family psychologists now known as Great Life Counseling Center. Located in Addison, Texas, Dr. Lambert and his Great Life Associates share the aim of strengthening relationships and enhancing life outcomes through the use of various psychological services. Welcome, Kevin. We're so glad you Thank guys you. are Thank you for having here. me. Thank you guys for joining us. So let's just jump right in. Um, can you tell us some of the effects of gaming on um, these young minds? Um, well, you know, I think uh, growing up uh, where gaming was coming onto the scene with Atari and mm -hmm. Nintendo, I don't know if y'all yeah. remember. Oh, I'm yeah. dating myself Donkey a little bit. Donkey Kong, Kong, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong was my favorite. Right, exactly. <laughs> Missile Command, yeah, right. hey, we keep oh, on yeah. going. Right, and it was like, you know, little stick guys, like, trying to hit the wall back and forth, or, you know, um, and I remember just the fascination of that and uh and also seeing how my dad was just like wow like we had like marbles and like little <laughs> sticks to play with and you guys have like these cool video games right. um and so going up through college like you know i remember spending hours um playing um mm. you know in between classes and that sort of thing and so um, the evolution of now what my kids have um, and the, the graphics and all of those sort of things um, and having them on your phone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the you access. Know, access. Yeah, the access, hours access and the level of, of um, sophistication is, 
you know, amazing. Um, and so it's really tough, even as an adult sometimes, where, um, you know, you pick up a game and then you just, you know, or you have a game even on your phone. And right. to be able to put it down and, and do something hopefully more productive um, with your time. And so what I see, you know, in a general sense is that um, there are a lot of good things that come from playing mm-hmm. on games in terms of, like, kids learning um, different, they pick up on different things about life or just the achievement aspect of it. Um, however, it can really eat up a lot of time and become a bit of an obsession because they want that dopamine kick of right, like being right. able to see the screen light up and see them getting those rewards. Right, that instant gratification. And just mm-hmm. to kind of jump yeah. on what you were saying mm-hmm. was, I mean, if it's hard for us as adults right, to, mm-hmm. to finish the game or to shut it off. I mean, we grew up in a time where we didn't have that, right, mm-hmm. where we actually right. learned some skills on how to control ourselves and, you know, okay, it's dinner time, it's time to come in and that yeah. kinds of thing. So if we're if our children haven't learned those things, it's just that, that makes it so much more difficult for them, yeah. right? So that's where it kind of falls on us as parents, because I think all of us in here are parents, mm-hmm. to set those boundaries, you know, and the time frames for them so that they, they're continuing to learn how to self-regulate, mm-hmm. like most of us know how to, yeah. and it's still a struggle daily, but continue to still get to play with their friends. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it, it's tough. I mean, I know that I, I have to admit, especially over Christmas break, I noticed I am addicted to my phone. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not doing a lot of gaming on my phone, but there's something about the bubbles, you know, the notifications right, right. and being able to, you know, somebody's somebody's liking something or somebody, you know, is asking a question or something like that. And, you know, I know that I'm on my phone too much and probably not setting a good example for moderation. Mm -hmm. So it's, it can be very difficult to, to do and to, you know, to model. Yeah. And not to go too far off topic, but I mean, I think social media has a, has more of an impact on that in terms of like as adults like yeah. it would be a, our equivalent might be social media or mm-hmm. our emails or right. whatever you know what i mean so we're not necessarily looking at a game but we're still looking at things that are you know sort of pseudo social type right. of things right you know i'm even hooked on like when my laptop doesn't work you know there's a little dinosaur game and <laughs> on Google. Just, right right you know you're just trying to hop over the little the little cactus and i'm like Oh man, let me go and get you know. So it's it's I'm like this is so silly, yeah. you know. But but you know, it's so it's so easy for for anyone you know um, who loves to play games to get hooked in and in, sucked into that vortex, and it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. And what is so? I'm told that there's an area of the brain that the um, that these games are affecting the pleasure center of the mm-hmm. brain, and that that's the last area to develop in children can you tell me a little bit about that and yeah um well i mean i i'm not going to speak too much to that i'm not a neurologist uh-huh. right. you know and i think yeah. you know I, um i have my area that i can talk talk about and mm-hmm. I, I mean what i know is that what happens is kids get hyper aroused yeah. when they're on the you know on the game and so getting them off is what's difficult. So it is kind of the dopamine is Mm -hmm. kicking in, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, cortisol, that stress hormone is kicking in. And so there's some changes that are happening and which makes it difficult to get them off. Blood stops flowing to the kidneys and the gut and the liver and the bladder. So they forget that they are hungry. They forget that they need to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, they're so focused on that. And I think um, we've all been guilty about being at work. I mean, when I worked at 
at a hospital, it was like I didn't pay attention to what was happening with my body because right. you're going, going, going. Right. Well, that's happening with our kids when they're on the computer. You know, I, I'm guilty about Christmas holiday, right? Mm-hmm. It was. Um, it's easy to allow them to stay on there, and then next thing you know, they've been on three or four hours. Well, I've already had lunch. Well, I've already done all these <laughs> things, and now they're hungry, or now they got to go to the bathroom, or now. You know, so um, I think what happens is they just shut off that thinking part of their brain. Yeah. And it just goes straight into the primitive part where Mm. they aren't thinking about listening to their body. And that's something that kids need to Mm self-regulate. Right. They Mm -hmm. have to be able to become aware of what's happening. So the longer they're on there, the less opportunities that parents have to teach them how to self-regulate. Because kids don't they don't come into this world knowing how to self-regulate. Right. Yeah. Newborns are screaming. And mm-hmm. what do they need? They need parents to go in and attune to them and figure out, you know, we read their needs for them and help them through that. And if we're not doing that, especially early childhood, you know, and middle school, actually the whole time. I mean, it's just going to snowball and they're going to stop uh, learning how to self-regulate. And then they don't know how to relate to people. Right. And it's mm-hmm. a false sense of connection online. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what would you say is an appropriate age to allow kids to even begin to, to, to begin gaming at? You know, there's games for little little I mean, they, toddlers. Toddlers, and you know. Mm-hmm. So, what is an appropriate age? And you know, just kind of in your own, just your thoughts yeah. about that. Um, well, I, you know, I could tell you, you know, early on, the the concern is is um, them becoming like developing a dependency on it, um, mm-hmm. where. I think that, you know, even as as parents, the tendency is for us to basically treat the electronics as the babysitter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> done that. just <laughs> Guilty. You know, awareness of seeing that mm-hmm. with, the, you know, with a lot of the parents that I've worked with. Um, we my wife and I tried really hard when we started out with our kids was, you know, no electronics. We didn't want them to have iPads. We didn't want them. You know, we were so we were like you know maybe a little bit more strict about that just trying to avoid it um but what we ran into was was that you know their cousins and their friends Hmm. and all of them like were what you don't know how to play this you don't know this game right right you know and so you know they were kind of late to the game in regards to like kind of discovering electronics learning how to work them but you know um but they had cousins that could go through your phone and like you know download stuff and like mm. they could tell mm-hmm. you how to work your phone better right. than you and right. so um you know and i think that uh, probably you know i would try to push as late as you can to like four or five if right. you can at least um and then just trying to introduce them in very small doses um you know even with television that's another big one too because yeah. i think it really usually that's the first thing that tends to happen is we sit them in front of the tube Right. You know, and that's kind of the beginning of that slippery slope into right. like the dependence on electronics um, and sort of engage them. Because one of the things that helps build and develop the brain and um, intelligence is sort of encouraging imagination yeah. and free thinking. And so, you know, encouraging them to be creative and to create worlds and to build things and to design things and to sit in boredom and learn how to be bored and right. figure out something right. to do with that. Yeah. Right. Creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know, uh, I think it's the American Pediatric Association, if I'm mm-hmm. saying it correctly. I mean, they don't even recommend um, children under two having any kind of right. screen time. Right. 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 Wow. So, um, but so many 
there's apps out there for children that are that young. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, I have had yeah. clients in my office that, you know, have to bring their infant and they immediately give them, you know, their their phone. I'm like, no, no, let's just, it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. the first baby to cry. Right. Not, so, you know, it's yeah. it's a challenge. Yeah. It's, it's a babysitter often. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, parents are tired, you know, yeah. and they don't want to hear their kids fussing all the time and... Yeah. It's like here, take yeah. this and the pacifier. And, right here, right. It's like sucking on a binky. It really know? has. It has become the electronic pa- that's pacifier. That's a really I mean, good way to put great, it. I hadn't thought of great it. Great analogy. And, and, and I don't want to like you know say that you know electronics all bad or like you know that there aren't great programs that aren't educational. We've definitely used a lot of those in terms of helping them work on their math and helping them work on right. and nowadays even in the school system now I mean like my my middle schooler like you know almost everything's on her iPad yes. and right. school yes. issues are iPad and everything is done through the iPad. Um and so you know there's you know part of that of like just you know, um, these are the times that we're in where technology is just such a big part of, like, the way we live. Right, um, right. But at the same time, we want them to not be so plugged to a screen that they can't, you know, connect with the world or deal with boredom in other productive ways that are right. going to actually develop their, their thinking, you know? Yeah. 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 And, you know, there is no getting away from it. And, you know, we're not a very... Um, no, I was going to say technological house. We don't have any gaming systems in our home. Um, our kids don't have phones. We finally did get our 10-year-old a little gizmo watch, which is completely controllable yeah. by us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, we're kind of, that's his training wheels for, right. you know, a real device. Um, and we just had um, a little ordeal with him this morning because he wanted to take his tablet that he got for Christmas from um, from one of his relatives to school. Mm-hmm. And we were not cool with that. But he mm-hmm. was like, you know, everybody else is bringing them. And his teacher even said, uh, sent a message that they needed to download some apps over the break. Um, and he was like, we need them for school. And they don't really because they have computers. So sure. it's just mm-hmm. if they have, because not everybody has a tablet or, right. or something like that. But, you know, it's it's part of our society part of the fabric of you know, right. our daily life and we've mm-hmm. we've got to uh figure out how to um use them in moderation right yeah absolutely so, speaking of that is there anything that you guys can recommend to the parents that are listening to help um kind of curb some of the screen time and the gaming and do things a little bit more in moderation you know there's apps out there um i'm not too familiar with which apps that will shut down your, you know, shut down your computer, mm-hmm. will shut down the iPad, or um, I know the the Amazon Fire has um, an application in it already that will shut it down at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But I really think that kind of takes the power and the authority away from the parent, mm-hmm. right? If you're afraid to have authority over your child, then that's a different problem, you know. So it's maybe setting up some rules at the beginning on the front end mm-hmm. of what your timing, you know, your gaming is going to look like. And, and it should be really just screen time, like you said. Yeah. I mean, we forget the TV is screen time now. Right. Because it's, right. I just said that the other day. You know, it's like that's <laughs> right. part of, that's screen time because it's those, it, it emits the same light. It's emitting the same electronical, you know, it, all that stuff. It's doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. we have to remember. Okay, so they get off of their computer or their tablet, but then they turn the TV on. How is that different, right? Mm-hmm. We're still, we need to engage engage with our kids. So, I mean, just personally, what I do at home, um, my kids are a little older. They're um, 12 and 14. But when they started Minecraft, there is no end mm-hmm. to that game, mm-hmm. 
right? There's yes. no end, especially right. the, the creative mode. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Right. So it became a power struggle when I would say, it's time for dinner, you need to get off, right? Mm. And they would look at me like, well, I can't, I'm gonna get lost, or <laughs> creeper's gonna eat me, or I don't, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, whatever. And so I had to actually get in the game, learn about it myself, and then to find the words that they could hear. So mm. I would say, get to a safe place in oh, your game, that's awesome. mm. and right. then it's dinner time. Now, yeah. the catch is, I mean, they could, you know, it could take a while. So at that point, <laughs> then I would the come, yeah. So then I would come in and say, okay, what's best for you? Would you like for me to turn off the computer, or would you like to turn it off, mm -hmm. right? Because this has got to end. We got to eat dinner. So it's, mm -hmm. but it's still, it's, it's the parent still has to be author the authority. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my own take on yeah. it. No, that's awesome. What you said is to actually play the game to get their um, terminology right. and you know find find that safe place or whatever it is because you're right these games don't end now Fortnite mm -hmm. and I'm not super familiar with them just you know from my kids going yeah. to other right. people's houses honestly but yeah. you know when we were playing games back in the day you know Space Invaders ended yeah. you got shot you, you, <laughs> yeah <laughs> somebody won right? yes. there's not a lot you of Pac-Man three, three lives right, yeah, right. exactly oh, Pac-Man yeah. you got eaten by a ghost you were right. done yeah. <laughs> and you only had three chances <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's it is different now. I mean, and um, and I think there's a lot of games that are like that that don't really have an end game. But the mm -hmm. benefit to Minecraft when I started actually getting in there was, man, they could really create so many different worlds, mm -hmm. you know. And it right. was it was interesting how um, my kids uh, did use Minecraft to kind of learn how to build and now my oldest son wants to be an architect now we'll see That's if awesome. that really translates wow, yeah. right i'll be back in about 15 years to tell you if that actually <laughs> right, worked right, right. <laughs> but you know it just it, it is creative and yeah. there are some really positive things that can come from it but again it's all about you know having the authority over your children to tell them and that they understand like you mean it mm -hmm. you know like you're going to follow through mm -hmm. and and then there's respect in there yeah 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 um i know that uh you know have, having been in the classroom, uh, you know, we had, you know, educational games and, you know, to help kids learn, but it's not the same as, educational games is not the same as gaming. Mm -hmm. And right. the appeal for educational games is nowhere near the draw of right. these online games that kids play. That's right. Um, in your opinion, how do we encourage or foster, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't design games and, you know, you don't, but how, how can we encourage our children to, to create an environment where, if, if we're going to use it, if we're going to use, you know, these electronic devices, let's use it for good, um, how do we help to steer them in that direction mm -hmm. to help them to encourage them, hey, you know, you don't have to just play Fortnite, you don't have to just play, you know, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, or you know whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is, right. mm -hmm. a lot of death games. Anyway, um, but <laughs> how, how do we how do we encourage kids to use it for good? Well, you know it's tricky because um, a lot of this is shaped by social pressure too. You yeah, know? and mm -hmm. so good point. Um, you know. My my kids learned about Fortnite not because we put it in front of them right. or right. because, you know, um, gaming is going on a lot in our house, but because they're friends and they overhear about it and they hear about it from other family members and different things like that. And so, um, 
you know, what was something that they probably, if they saw it on their own, might not have been interested in, but because of the, how popular it is. Um, and then also, I think kids are engaging those games because they, like you said, there's the, there's the lights and there's the different things that sort of like, you know, help that dopamine rush. Right. And allow them to get the adrenaline. Um, and killing people. It's just yeah. how even like, you know, yeah, I, I got them. Right. Bam. Mm-hmm. Shot them in the head, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's don't shoot them in the head in math, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe if there was in yeah, some of these right. games, they would want to hey, play. Right. 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 Well, you know, I remember there was a there was a game um, that I found fascinating. I think I was in high school, but there was a game that was like a drug dealing game, and it was like where you you played, um, where you tried to basically make these deals, and like you would like try to accumulate a certain amount of money. And, you know, there was, like, the first time where, like, I was doing, like, math and I was doing things where I was trying to, like, figure out strategy in the game to try to, like, win the game uh-huh. or whatever. But I was a drug dealer in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right? And so... We're business people. Right. They are. They are. They are. But, you know, but, I mean, I don't know, you know, and my parents are listening. They're probably like, man. Right. We didn't know that. They didn't know that. But, um, you know, but, I mean, I think that it was, it was educational of sorts because one of the things that I was thinking about, like, you know, how can I get an edge in terms of trying to, like, beat this game? Um, but also... Um, you know, I was using basic math skills that I had learned in school to apply mm-hmm. to that. Um, the downside is is that it had to be something kind of cryptic, something right. that was kind of, um, you know, violent or what have you right. that, that was actually, like, also holding my attention, if you will, or at yeah. least, like, you know, for my friends to talk about it, for me to find out about it, I guess. Um, and so it's just trying to figure out a way to, like, make it exciting in some way um, while still being able to apply like life skills so like you know wanting to be an architect well you know is there a way to build uh, oh you know like NBA live back in the day where you could build a team and you like go be a part of the front office oh, a lot yeah. of games right. have stuff yeah. like that where um, it's challenging the kid to think about the business right which is actually more realistic for our kids to think about like how they could be um, a part of the business of the NBA versus like being an actual player. player right. Like they're more likely to be able to be in a front office than they are likely to be on the court, you know? Right, right. Um, and so just thinking about that. Um, and, and, you know, <laughs> why did you, why did it have to be a drug deal- dealer? It could be like a mogul, you know, yeah. like a Jay Z or. Yeah, yeah. You know, but so I mean, if you had the got music. a lot of businesses and stuff, right? right. That's more positive. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. I mean, at that time, that you know, it was it was games like that that were <laughs> things that were already you know not necessarily. It was like related to what I would see on TV. You right. know, the 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 rapper or the 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 ball player or different things right. like that that I would quickly identify with and go, oh, like that would be cool. You know, to be able to be you know, able to own an NBA franchise or right. to build a franchise and put a team together. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe we have someone that does gaming that could develop a game like that, right? I actually was actually, talking to somebody a couple of days ago, yeah. a friend of the family who's got a gaming company. 
So they are working on some more educational things. And one of the things he said, because I, I asked him, I said, you know, why is it that these apps that are killing people and things like that are so addictive? Because, you know, video, games develop, video game developers are actually studying right. the brains of kids mm -hmm. and putting things into their games. Um, so that mm -hmm. they will want more and like can't stop. And I said, well, why isn't it? What? What? Are the, why are they not doing that with um, learning games, educational games? And he said, you know, the game developers, the educational game developers, are educators, teachers. They're not creative people, right. and so they need to, you know, take a take a page from these other app developers and game developers uh, because there there is a way I mean just like you were saying yeah that was that was a game that was using math mm -hmm. skills that you were learning in school um, but you were something negative mm -hmm. but it, they very easily could have switched it just a little bit to be a mogul and that yeah. still would have been interesting yeah. everybody wants to be a baller and mm -hmm. right. you know right mm -hmm. Make it a rain and whatnot. Right. <laughs> so. Sh shot collars, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I mean, I think that in the, in the at that time, it was it, I had the you know epiphany of like, wow, like this is actually a business, and there's actually a lot of smarts that is applied to this. It's just going towards the wrong end, right, right. right. So um, realizing that you know my education could be applied to a number of different things, but I was fascinated with the business aspect of like how do I how do I win and compete with the other you know right. people on the corner or whatever you know and, and win more corners like but it was like it was an interesting win thing in terms of right like it was interesting how do I dominate the neighborhood right how do I yeah. dominate the neighborhood right. right like you know but I think that you know you know in a white collar way I mean I think that that's those same dynamics occur in terms of trying to figure out ways to use math use different things to try to like you know. Um, figure out ways to improve and so I think you know engineering um, you know my daughter likes art and so she you know games where she's able to color stuff and like mm -hmm. yeah. design things uh, my youngest is wants to be a chef someday and so oh, wow. she has this cooking game that we have to get her off of because what's she, it called Oh. Is it cooking fever? I think so. <laughs> Is that the one you were addicted to, babe? Yeah. Where she's got to get like the orders in. And yeah. It's like a fast like, food place. Yeah, and you got to yeah. make the burgers got, and the fries. Make the fries and, and, and yeah, oh like God. the lobster. And, and so she's like trying to fill the orders, and they get into different levels. And, oh yeah. You know, and she's telling her older sister like, "I got you to level eight or whatever," and they get so excited about like. You know, I never understood that. Like, you know, you're getting her to the higher level. Where is the fun in that? Right. Like, but um, but they get so. I mean, she will spend hours on that. Um, so one of to your question earlier, we have a rule where there's no electronics during the week. Mm. Um, and you know, uh, my my oldest um, is 11, and she has a phone, um, and it's you know. Partly because she has begged us forever, but also because it's a convenience for us mm -hmm. um, to be able to contact her and for her to be able to get in touch with us. Um, but, I, you know, we try to really limit their time on their phones or on their iPads during the week. And that's just like a general rule in our house. No electronics during the week. Um, focus on school. Focus on reading a book or doing something to sharpen yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the weekends... We were a little bit more lax about it, but I mean, after about an hour or so, like we tend to 
tell them do something else, you know, or come up with something for them to do, some chores or something um, to get them off their phone. Yeah. Or even Uh, some learning games. I found at Five Below, so it was $5 or below, I think this was $5 a um, a Scrabble twist game, mm-hmm. and it was very similar to one of the games that we have on our phone that we that the kids like to play. And basically, um, it, it gives you some letters, and you have to make as many words out of the letters as you can. And so you can play it by yourself, or you can play it with um, a group of people. And the kids really love that; they had a lot of fun with that. And so they're learning, and they're not on some sort of screen. Right. And um, that was that was something that they enjoyed over the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, uh, Conchita, uh, how does gaming affect students' ability and desire to study and learn? You know, so you well, know, in your thoughts. Right. I'm, I'm just going to speak to this personally because uh-huh. this happened in my house with, okay. um, with, my, with my oldest son. You know, it was like, okay, so here's the rule. You come home from school, you do your homework, and then you can get online with your friends. Um, what we started seeing was, well, he was rushing through his homework, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like finished, like I was like, how did you finish all that? I'm done, <laughs> I'm done. So, you know, he's online and I'm looking through it. And I'm like, this is not, this is I garbage. mean, yeah, this is, <laughs> this, your te- first, your teacher can't read it. Right. <laughs> and right. Second, these are all wrong. So, um, you know, we ha- really had to make some adjustments. So I think it, Again, it kind of depends on your child and their motive. My youngest son, he's not like that at all. So we have to kind of make tailor the rules to mm-hmm. to each one of our boys. And so for him, mm-hmm. it's like I, you need to do your homework, but then I need to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Or Dad needs to look at it because um, it can. I mean, if that's all they're thinking about, you know, that I got to get online. My friends are getting on at four thirty. I got to finish. But, but the rule is, mm-hmm. I'm, I got to do my homework. Then they're going to find a way to finish their homework, right? But really sloppily. Mm-hmm. So right. I mean, I think it does affect, you know, their their motivation for to, mm-hmm. to continue to do their their schoolwork. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's like trying to figure out what's really the best thing for each individual kid that you right. have at home because they're all so different. Absolutely. Um, and so that's kind of what we had to do with ours. Was like, okay, that's. We're gonna to have to limit time, and and it just supervising his his kind of work because he's not self motivated unless there's something kind of you know external like yeah. okay you got to show mom and dad your work before so I mean I think it it does it it's distracts them you know yeah. I think there's kids with ADHD that parents will tell me no he doesn't have ADHD because he can focus on the game. <laughs> Well, yeah, but who can't focus on a game, right? right. I mean, it's fun. It's it's hitting all that the fun part yeah. of your brain. We're yeah. actually having to sit and learn how to do geometry. That's not fun, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't learn that tolerance of you know being yeah. bored and and actually the struggle, and they don't end up with grit to kind of push through grit. the difficult Love stuff. That. So, is um, speaking of ADHD, does this is this something that affects attention if you're gaming all the time? I know that you were saying they can focus on this, but mm-hmm. does it have does it cause problems focusing on other things? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, I think it's uh, you know when you get those dopamine rushes, um, and then when you have to go through the withdrawals mm-hmm. of not being able to have mm-hmm. it, uh, it's going to affect their mood. Right. And so you begin to that affects overall functioning. Mm -hmm. Um, And so their ability to concentrate, to focus, to sleep, you know, because they're wired and they're thinking about this game and they're, you know. And so, um, again, I'm not trying to say that 
gaming in and of itself is all bad. Um, right. I do think that there, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. It's an escape. You know, whenever I have time to do it, but. Um, you know, at the same time, the concern is is that they are doing it to the point where, um, you know, when it comes to other things that require quiet time and less of that quick response, um, you know, reading a book, you know, sitting down to like an actual book and right. turning mm-hmm. the pages mm-hmm. and right. sitting in that stillness is really difficult. Right. My, my middle schooler, you know, <coughs> she hates, you know, riding in the car and it's, it's silent. <laughs> And it drives her nuts. She can't stand it. Um, And, you know, I say it all the time to my kids because they're like, well, I'm bored. I don't, you know, and I'm like, it's good to be bored. It's okay to be bored, right? Let your imagination work. You know, you you can strike up a conversation if you like, but I want you to just (laughs) sit in silence, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I think that that's a challenge even for us as adults. I mean, you know, a lot of my businesses tied in my phone and so I tend to yes. like be on my phone or on the mm-hmm. right all Flipping. the time and yeah. it's really hard to shut off or to transition because it's like something that I'm like very aware of like what's going on with my phone or right. Right. what's what's happening so um and so trying to have like points where they're encouraged to sort of like okay let's let's have some quiet time mm-hmm. um and so that was an exercise on the weekends um so during the week especially when our kids were a little younger, um, trying to train them in that regard. Like during the week, there was no electronics, but on the weekends, we would have specific quiet time. Um, And so the way we would balance it is with our oldest one who wasn't taking naps anymore, um, we would say nap time for for our youngest. And then for our oldest, it would be like, it's quiet Quiet time. time, Uh So you're going to either take a nap, which you feel like you're too big to have to do, (laughs) (laughs) or you're going to read a book. Or you're going to do something that, you know, work on your math, work on these type of things that were going to help her in school, but also to, you know, we find that she would oftentimes choose a book. And we say, okay, well, just go sit on your bed while you read, and she and would they pass fall out. Asleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Tricky. But you know, yeah, but mm-hmm. it, but you know, but her stamina and her attention span for the book was not the same. I guarantee right. you, if she had an iPad in front of her mm-hmm. as she was sitting on the bed, she would have still been awake. Right. right. Absolutely. And I think that it's an, a challenging comparison to compare an educational game that might feel a little bit more mundane, where she's actually challenging her brain. A lot of times, you know, the most, the games that we enjoy the most, we're trying to veg out. We're trying right. to escape. You know, I don't want to think about anything. I'm watching TV because I don't want to think about anything. I just want to kind of just relax and decompress from the day. Right. Um, and I think that that's the challenging, why it's very difficult, as you were saying, comparing educational to gaming, gaming. Right. You know? right, right, right. So if you were, if you had parents in front of you, right now, which we do via radio, but yeah. if they were in a session with you, how would you encourage parents to set the tone for how to manage the evenings with electronics? First with themselves, then with their kids. And I have a follow-up question that goes along with that. When's, when should we shut it off? Like, um, when's, mm. when's too late before bedtime to shut it off for them to actually be able to shut their minds off and get the good quality REM sleep? Right. Well, I mean, I bet we both probably can answer this question um, in different ways. I mean, one of the things that um, I often encourage parents to say, because usually when they come to me and ask me that, it's because they feel like it's they haven't 
kind of held the reins, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know what? Tell them you're sorry. Like, I am so sorry that I've robbed you guys of an opportunity to learn how to be bored. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's all on me, and it's my fault and your dad's fault, and so here's what we're going to do. And then you kind of set up the rules how they need mm-hmm. to be for your mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yes, it might seem like it's from one day to the next, but that's okay, mm-hmm. right? It is going to be a challenge. It is going to be a struggle for everybody to get back on target and allowing yourself to not be perfect, that we're going to mess up. And maybe you have someone come over to the house and, you know, your kids are on and you're, they're getting away with it. And that's okay. But notice it, right? You go mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I noticed that you guys didn't get off on your own, but that's all right. You owe me a couple. You owe me now twenty minutes. So tomorrow mm-hmm. is gonna be twenty minutes less. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's yeah. just it's about respect and it's about setting the boundaries and accepting responsibility as a parent that you know I've kind of screwed up and allowed this to go on. Yeah, you know? I think also kids, you know, they, you know, especially the once they get to nine ten. They know a hypocrite when they see one, mm-hmm. and I think Absolutely, that the yeah. well, is, well, well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so I think the challenge is is that um, you know setting an expectation for them that you also are willing to try to follow to some extent. Yeah, you know? um, because I think that if you're always on your phone, you're always on you know the computer, and you're expecting them to get off all the time and fussing at them about screen time, you know, it's like. That doesn't line up because I'm trying to be like you, and mm, that isn't so right. you know. So I'm trying to be like you. You're my role model. You're my hero, and you're telling me that that's not okay. But then you go and do it all the time. Do as I right. say, not as I do. Exactly. Absolutely. Right. So you know, and I know, like you know, I mean, I'm on the computer, you know, working, doing things all the time. Um, so like, I'm I'm very conscious of like, okay, be careful now. You can't tell them. You can't be on there when you know full well you you got to be on there for for your stuff too. Right, so it's right. like trying to figure out okay, is there a time where I'm gonna say all right, we're gonna shut this down and we're gonna hang out and we're gonna do things, you know, um, or this is for this period of time we're not gonna uh, we're gonna do something productive. And so wanting to, you know, and I, this is a constant struggle, like you know, Absolutely. knowing that I for myself need to spend more time just sitting. Right unhurried time whether that be you know from a spiritual standpoint spending time praying and like showing them that example or spending time reading or doing something that doesn't have me tied to a screen in some way right right yeah in some ways we have to kind of re-engage ourselves what outside of screen time so we can learn how to re-engage our children yeah because we don't know how to do it ourselves because we're so stuck then how are we gonna you know help our kids yeah i want to jump in here real quick we did have a question from facebook live Aaliyah henry wants to know how many what did i just do how many hours are recommended per day for children ages 10 to 13 so that's like middle school age I'm not sure what I, you know, as I was kind of preparing for today, there's not a specific time. Mm -hmm. What it says is that it should not interfere with um, their daily living activities. It should not interfere with some family time, should not interfere with their academics, and it should not interfere with, um, you know, going outside and playing, should not take the substitute. Right, for um, missing games and stuff. And that's one of the things you'll start noticing in in kids is that they're going to, when it becomes a problem, is they're not going to. They're going to want to quit their their you know after school activities. Yeah. You know I don't oh. want to go anymore. Mm. You know or do I have to go to practice? You know and it's like well 
what do you mean, right? So noticing those kinds of things. So there's not a specific time um, from what I read that's recommended from the APA. It's just more about not allowing it to interfere with their daily living activities. Right, that's good. I think going along with the theme of like not having electronics much during the week. I mean, you know, they're going to go on YouTube yeah, and want to like watch that. a video or look at some look something up, and and that's fine. Um, <laughs> but just trying to minimize it as much as possible during the week because there's so many other things that they could be doing. Um, you know, so are you working on your school? Did you practice your instrument? Did you, um, you know, why don't you play outside? Why don't you play with your siblings? Um, why don't you come in here and help me cook or clean up or something like that? Right, so right. there's so many things that they could be doing during the week. And then, of course, you know, keeping them active and plugged into different activities also helps fill the week, too. Right. Um, so during the week, I don't see, um, you know, any reason for them to be on their electronics more than an hour. Um, you mm-hmm. know, because there's just no room for it if they're doing things that they should be doing there that are evening responsibilities, help. right? right. Yeah. Exactly. Is that yeah. an hour total for the the five days, or an <laughs> hour a day? <laughs> the look on your face. It's a fair question. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, they could have a, like a day that is that, that just happens to be rather dead, and they spend an hour on their phone, like you know, or on their game or whatever, because they've done a great job and they've taken care of their you know responsibilities, and so they want to spend an hour. Um, you know, but, you know, as far as like, um, I wouldn't want them on it right before going to bed because right. that's going to affect their sleep and their, right. you know, mindset. I want them going to bed thinking about some other things. And so, you know, I would want to, you know, okay, you can do this, but like there needs to be some sort of hour, um, 45 minute to an hour gap between that and when they go to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need to have some sort of decompression time. Like a buffer time. Winding down, yes. right? And um, that includes TV. We forget about TV. Yeah, right. no, absolutely. Because <laughs> right. right. it's the same thing. It yeah. gets the brain going, and then it's difficult to kind of settle down. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of kids having TVs in their room no. before yeah. they're, you know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. before adolescence, um, just because it just it, it gives them more access and, um, and encourages that. Um, but also, you need to be able to monitor as a parent what they're doing. Yeah. And what's on that screen, Absolutely. you know, so that's the tough thing with cell phones is that, you know, trying to monitor what's on their phone. What, what are they looking at? What who's saying what, you know, to who? Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Oh, wow. So I know it went fast, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. So it thank you, fast. everybody, for joining us online and on Facebook. Uh, what we're usually going to do about this time is let you know what's going on with Noggin. We have workshops and webinars and free services and such. So right now, we want to let you know that we're offering free tutoring in the Dallas-Fort Worth area through Noggin Educational Foundation and space is limited uh, and you can go to nogginfoundation.org to find out more information about that uh, we would also love for you to donate to noggin educational foundation so we can continue providing these services for free to students from low-income families and you can do that on our website schooldazedshow.com as well and uh, there we'll also have uh, the podcast from um, from past shows and more information about who David and I are and about Noggin Educational Coaching and Noggin Foundation. And next week's show, uh, Rondi Allen, a licensed behavioral therapist, and Suzanne Scott, head of special education at Bowie High School in Arlington, Texas, will be joining us to talk about issues related to special needs. And you can email us with questions at info at schooldayshow.com. Well, the last thing we want to say is that you, we are definitely parenting by grace. 
we depend on God to give us the wisdom and the strength we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you would like to know more about this, please feel free to email us at info at schooldaysshow.com. Have a great week. Great. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys.